0: Yeah. Bruce Alrighty.
1: Skyway. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode two, the Heavy Boys podcast. What it do, baby?
0: What it do? How are we doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. I'm yeah. um, very tired from all the black ops. You basically but, um, turned
1: into a zombie now from all the zombies you've been playing.
0: Yeah, man. I've finally <laughs> clocked over a day. I clocked over a day, and I'm into the prestige territory now. So he's
1: he's out here, boys. Don't mess with the coach.
0: Yeah. Considering I said I was thinking about trading it in to get Miles <laughs> Morales, I think I've done very well for myself.
1: Uh huh. And you can all watch it all on his stream, which yes.
0: is Twitch.tv forward slash Coach Mudbutt. We there you are go. pretty much just going to be. So if you haven't, haven't got have it yet,
1: yet and you want to watch some time Zombies, time. Yeah. go watch him. We got a big juicy boy today, don't we? Oh, we really I mean, do. Really we- coming into the later part of the year, I didn't expect many more albums to really be coming out or any ones that to be, I guess, this good as what we've had. And like we've got a lot of new singles coming out. So we got a big, big beefy boy. So... I reckon we get straight into it with a Boundaries' new album yeah. called Your Receding Warmth. So Boundaries are a five-piece metalcore band from Kit. This is their first full-length album. They've had a couple of EPs and stuff, so this is their first full-length. It's good to kind of hear something from these boys. I remember hearing that EP last year, My Body in Bloom. I think it was about five tracks. I was like, fuck, this is sick. And I kind of wanted something more like... They call themselves a metalcore band, but I think they fall a bit more into the hardcore sort of sound.
0: Yeah, I, I'd pretty, I'd pretty much agree with that. Maybe like the the metallic hardcore yeah. thing that um, Harm's Way started to bring back in like yeah. 2017, really. Well, kind of. I mean, Coat Orange did it, mm-hmm. but I think um, what I'm saying is like Harm's Way took the more aggressive route, and yeah. I think these guys are going along the that that same road. road yeah. Yeah, which is, fuck, I got goosebumps, dude. Hmm. I I fucking love this album, man. Yeah,
1: bro. Like, I didn't expect to be really changing anything for my album of the year. So I went through and had to listen to a whole lot of stuff that I kind of had put on the back burner earlier this year. And then I was like, fuck, Boundaries is coming out. So I kind of sort of saved a spot there. I'm like, fuck, yeah, well-deserved, boys. So it's a sick album. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, lots and lots of hardcore in it and some of the fucking amazing call-outs and one-liners in the album, bro. <laughs> I think he's yeah. the MVP of this album with some of these lines. I've got some here for the, uh, for the homies. Yeah. Um, some of the real big ones, I'm the Pale Negative. He screams out. It was from one Ooh. of the singles. Um, my yes. Form is Demented and one. Vacant. I am All the Things You Cannot Unsee magnificent in my capacity Jeez. for judgment. Um, I'm going to bring up this one a little bit later. I'll save that one. But um, my personal favorite one was time doesn't give. It only takes away. And then so many that times. Was, a,
0: that was, was that from the end of this album, that song?
1: Um, no, it was albums? earlier on. I think it was a second track.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fuck! I, I must have had the album on shuffle life.
1: then, because <laughs> oh, but it's a fucking banger is...
0: album. It really is, considering a lot of like a lot of it felt a background noise from all the zombies. I was trying no. to concentrate on no. the bits and pieces that did fucking really pull my attention in. Like that's a beautifully chunky rips in there. Yeah. Listening to the singles, I kind of expected. Some form of you know that heaviness coming through, and they really pulled through. Especially um, even in the more down tempo moments, I feel like there was a few through that album. Um, it didn't feel boring or like just forced in. Like they deserved their spot in the album.
1: Yeah, even though it, like it doesn't stray a lot from what it is. It yeah, as you said, it doesn't get boring. They do what they do, fantastic and. Like you can go the whole album, like there's no skips. It's not like, oh, okay, I've heard everything now. Like I can turn it off. You're like, you want to keep listening because it all fucking bangs.
0: It is a very interesting album from mm. start to finish. And it's it's quite funny because there have been a lot of albums uh, towards the end of the year that have been like that, where I've, mm-hmm. that I've found really like we had Deftones earlier that I feel like was the same for me. Like I could play it front to back yeah. and not be able to skip a song. It's mm-hmm. just so fucking incredible to listen to. Um, Loathe, that album dropped yeah. way earlier in the year, but um, I feel like that's the same for me as well. Like there, I mean, interludes in that, but I mean, it, kind of gives you a break from how yeah. fucking brutal that album <laughs> like really you need is those a lot of the time.
1: Those palate cleansers oh, really and just do. refreshes to, to let you kind of bandage yourself up before they come and knock you the fuck out again.
0: And dude, like you thought like Black Tongue had some disgusting turns <laughs> for six strings, dude. Like Loathe nearly take the cake yeah. as well. Like they are fucking insane. And for background noise albums,
1: this
0: one's pretty fucking good too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I wanted to say the um back end of the song "Get Out." I think it's like the fourth track. Gave me huge early Slipknot vibes, where he's just screaming, "Who the fuck are you?" And oh, bro, the huge like self-titled Iowa Slipknot vibe. So when you get to that, keep in mind, like, yeah, it's sick. And I really didn't expect the album to finish off the way it did with um from the departed. I think it really sums up the emotion and the intensity of the album really well with their sort of spoken, spoken word at the start. Yes. Uh, going off everything I heard of them before, like singles, the last EPs, I didn't expect them to really hit us with anything like that, and it was sick. It's a fully sick album. Go and listen to it. It's uh, Your Receding Warmth by Boundaries. Got anything else to say about it?
0: Um, I was going to say, just on that last note, um, with that last track... I listened to that as soon as you sent it to me because you mm. said, like, dude, what the fuck? And I... Because I had, still hadn't listened to the full thing at that point. Um, I went straight to that last track and went, oh, <laughs> fuck, okay. <laughs> okay. So if this is how they're ending the album, like, how the hell is it going to build to that point? Yeah. And it kind of... I mean, to me, like, hearing it... You know, as it was kind of coming through, it's a bit of a fucking crushing weight to go from all of this noise to just fucking this slump of a song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really brings home what they were trying to do. I think. Yeah, the and message conveyed I, throughout I, the album. I'm to go back and I'm gonna go back and give it a proper listen now. You mean like <laughs> I have to <laughs> just so I can kind of um, see what the hell was going on to get to that last song but like sonically it it, the the album made sense yeah for me personally that's what kind of um does it for me so even though it was background noise it was probably one of the best things that i'd heard this year don't know if it's cracked my top 10 i still gotta go through that yeah it's um definitely an honorable mention at this point for sure
1: yeah i think i've just gone like straight into top 20 i'm not even doing like a 10 and a honorable mentions like i'm doing top 20 and then honorable mentions on the side i think it, this year has been yeah. just so good that i have to do a top 20 it's just too hard to narrow it down to 10
0: fair enough and well i do... mean my on my honorable mentions is like 10 anyway yeah so that's that's pretty much like in my just throw it on anyway, 11 yeah. to 20 and then um the albums that didn't make it on the list like there's a huge list of albums Bro, that just I didn't know, make it <laughs> Oh, my fucking God. And those, I would probably say, would be more of the Honourable Mentions, but yeah. not really because they're, like, good albums, but they weren't, like, great.
1: Yeah, so I think we'll do that, like, later on in the year. We'll go through that, like, Honourable Mentions sort of thing, the ones that just didn't make it, and just kind of briefly talk about what came out in the year in case people missed it. Maybe do our top five EPs of the year in that same episode. And then the week later do our top 20, I reckon will be the way to go. Mm -hmm. And we can really kind of break down and talk about those because there's been some fucking sick music this year for such a shitty year.
0: Oh, legit. It's actually been quite interesting how much good music we've had, you know. Um, Considering all the restrictions and the limitations that musicians have at the moment, I mean, like, yeah, you can't tour, but lots of bands are making up for that by Mm -hmm. making new music.
1: Um, Then you've had other bands go the complete opposite way and say we're not going to release anything until we can at least tour it and just kind of put their album release back until COVID's sort of done.
0: I feel like that's very limiting for the band, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, like... It's like bands saying, like, I don't want to go to this place because we just don't make any money touring there. We've got to get there and then we've got to come back. Periphery. And, uh, periphery. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, just make the out, al- make the album. Yeah. Drop it. People need sake, music you know, in make- these
1: trying times, man. Don't be... I and mean, if you're
0: not going to make an album, drop, <laughs> drop a live album. Yeah. Like Periphery did. <laughs> and also just on this, while we're on the topic of Periphery, Periphery. Um, I don't like how Spencer sounds. I don't recommend listening to it, um, but if you haven't heard Periphery live and want to do it, this is your chance.
1: Um, I also read up that London show. Um, they're playing without a guitarist. That was when Mark yeah, had Mark. to go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they had the a fucking four-piece band. Yeah, <laughs> which like is the- fine. They would have just added Mark's tracks in, or Misha yeah. would have actually probably know all of Mark's parts anyway. So well, um.
1: One of the podcasts I was listening to, they didn't do that. Like it was between Misha, so like they would kind of sort out who would do Mark's kind of leads. And at times during the show, Misha went over and had to kick Jake in the ass. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're meant to be covering Misha, uh, Mark's part here. So it was a bit of a laugh to watch. Apparently, at that, at
0: that London show, yeah, or a different one.
1: No, that one. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: When I recorded.
1: Mm, yeah because they had oh. like planned to record it I'm like well fuck it we'll just do it anyway like we've spent all this money like getting the gear we'll just record it anyway okay. so i think they've pretty much played a show with everyone except matt like they've played a show without a guitarist played a show without obviously Nolly not being in the band played a show without spencer now they're just gonna wait for matt to fuck himself up and not play a show
0: Yeah, that's the thing because he can't. No, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I I reckon. I reckon if they lose Matt, they're gonna lose a lot of their like presence on stage. Yeah.
1: Like personally, for me,
0: when I saw them, like he he held a lot of my attention. Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of like looking past Spencer a lot of the time,
1: just to get to Matt. Yeah.
0: Because he's just so fucking boring to look at. (laughs) (laughs) Like he had the he had the pink mohawk. Oh, okay,
1: it was that time.
0: what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here, you weirdo! I don't know what you're doing. You sus cunt. You need to stop. <laughs> ah! Yeah, just like
1: the emotion Matt holds when he plays as well. It is really captivating. It's awesome seeing a good drummer like that live.
0: Oh, oh yeah, it it really is. I um, I I love I love. For free. I think awesome but, segue. Um, Speaking
1: of sick drummers, Oceans 8 Alaska dropped a new song.
0: How sneaky was that though? Can I know. we talk about can we talk about Jake for a second here? Because I'm actually a little bit devastated.
1: Yeah, so am I. I think I mean I heard
0: this I'm sorry, I, I was gonna say like, I heard the song and noticed that it wasn't Jake and then looked into it mm-hmm. and then saw Jake's post. Jake's
1: post, yeah. I was
0: like, I was like, ah. Oh.
1: Yeah, because I, I mean,
0: like, I, I, yeah, go on.
1: You'd messaged me and like was like, oh, 666. And I was like, wait, you, I think you told me like Jake's not in the band. I'm like, wait, what? And then I went straight to Instagram because I hadn't listened to the song yet and saw his post. Yeah. Kind of a part of it was saying like they didn't get along creatively at the time when they went into recording. Like he was, yeah. his head was in another place. the wanting to tattoo, but he wasn't happy in the band anymore. They were clashing. He kind of didn't feel welcome there. Um, I love Jake. I know some other people definitely prefer James and I think they're both fucking amazing and they both fit the band so well. But like seeing Jake live, he was sick. Like he nailed everything like from the singing to the screaming, uh, six stage presence. Like he didn't have to have the crowd sing anything for him. Like he was spot on. I think that's what kind of sold me so well was how, like he was one of the best live vocalists I've ever seen and how well they sound. Legit.
0: And he was pretty much nearly on par with how the record was too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like especially, um, especially with some of the lows and stuff mm-hmm. that I um wasn't. I mean, he didn't really cover Alex's part from um no. Benzantine, which I mean, don't fair em- enough <laughs> attempt to cover Alex. But like, <laughs> even um Jake had some lows in and holy yep. fuck, man. He has a lot of power mm-hmm. for such a small dude. Yeah, but especially um, going from those cleans...
1: lows straight into a clean, perfect.
0: Oh, that's yeah. No like trouble his doing it. Too, he's clean, so good. That's what I didn't like about James. Like he's just mm-hmm. talking in talking in an accent, and it sounds really <laughs> shit. I don't like that. Please stop doing it. You know, like it was kind of funny in like the EPs and stuff, <laughs> but nah, son. Um, but it is interesting to see that James has pulled his vocal weight. Um, yeah, don't know if maybe that's what he was doing while he was away.
1: Um, so um, yeah, I didn't know the backstory we... to it. Do you know why he left the band in the first place, or was he kicked out, or?
0: Um, uh, it was creative differences at the end too. Apparently, righto. They, back then, I back then I remember they said creative differences. And um I assume well, I mean, listen to how much different Hikari mm-hmm. is sonically to yeah. fucking lost Isles. I mean, mm-hmm. there is a there is a huge difference there. Um, so maybe uh James was working on his own shit vocally at the time mm. and seeing how well Hikari did and was like, Okay, maybe he vibed with it a lot, kinda yeah. saw what was going on what and was, was like, it? Okay, what it well, ended
1: up being, yeah. You know,
0: yeah, maybe maybe that he's happy to kind of come in and do that now. Maybe. Mm. I mean I I I don't care either way. Like they're both amazing streamers and they they both fit the band so well. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was
1: saying. Like um um, I think if they would have anyone I'm glad it would be either one of those two. I don't think it should be anyone else.
0: Yeah, no legit. I don't think anyone else could do it to be fair.
1: And going back to the song the fucking open song did You Miss Me Oh it was so Did good Did You Miss Me
0: <laughs> Oh my god and, So good I thought that was like So cheesy
1: even, But so good In starting the song
0: That's like, That's not even when I realised That it was fucking was James because yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like Dude that sounds so fucking good Like what mm-hmm. the hell has Jake been doing And then like it kind of got a bit further Like he started screaming a bit more And I'm like wait a second That's not Jake <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it was good, like knowing um, that it was James, like on my first listen and hearing that opening line, just fucking was so good. I was like, ah,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I I thought it was pretty, pretty like on the nose lyrical content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, it's a banging fucking track. And um, speaking of banging tracks, um, genocidal humanoids from System of a Down fucking slapped.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit torn. I thought the first track was a bit boring, to be honest. Like, I honestly didn't care for the lyrical it content. Like, I know, like, they've been about that the whole time. And especially, like, it's good for them to touch on what's going on as well with the genocide happening at the moment over there anyway. But, yeah, I just found the first track to be a bit boring. Protect the land. Uh, and it has come for some good memes Protect as well. Protect the but, land, man. Um. But yeah, Genocidal Humanoids was a sick song, man. I did vibe with that big time. The riffs were sick. The tone was sick. It was good to have them back. It's like their first new music in 15 years or something.
0: Yeah, longer than two.
1: Yeah. Two. So it's good to have them back. I mean, I know they've sort of been still touring on and off and whatnot, but to have some new music is cool and hopefully we get a bit more from them.
0: Yeah, I, I dare say we will. Um probably i'd probably say maybe more in the form of like more singles or an mm-hmm. ep um i'm definitely with you that first track was kind of boring but i mean like if they didn't open with that track and they had genocidal humanoids and then swaps to protect mm. the land i think we would have i think we would have been more pissed off yeah <laughs> that they didn't just drop two really heavy songs yeah. you know you kind of go okay cool the first song was like a typical system of a down song mm-hmm. which it is and then the second one is just fucking balls to the wall, like face scraped against the concrete. Like, dude, that fucking blast beat section. Yeah. Me if I'm wrong, but that's like the first ever blast beat I've ever heard. Like I've heard a system song, down song. Yeah.
1: It's sick. And it was a 22nd yeah. fucking
0: part, dude.
1: Bro, it goes hard.
0: Oh my god! I remember that part coming on. I, I got instant goosebumps. <laughs> seriously, seriously, one of the best tracks to be like out in the wild this year. Mm. I think, in my own opinion. Yeah. I was really stoked with that song. Like, if we did a top ten tracks, it's probably going to be in it. I <laughs> feel like it, fucking.
1: Yeah, bro. it's been it's been good man um we've also had some new music from chelsea grid blind kings is their new track it came out just a couple of days ago honestly i found it a bit boring as well it was no different from the track that released a bit earlier it was a bit more of the same. But I had a problem with the drums. They sounded really programmed and really fake, especially when you have a drummer like Pablo as well, who is so heavy hitting and so talented. I think like he carries a, the backbone a lot with their music and to kind of almost have that programmed, the Muir sort of drum sound, I was a bit let down. It just sounded exactly like the other song. I don't know, you were saying like, that's kind of been the way Chelsea Grin have been for a couple yeah. of years now. Very similar. Everything kind of sounds the same.
0: It's been the way that they've been the way that they've been since they've been a band, man. Like even with Alex, they literally right. didn't really progress the entire time. They just sounded their music just sounded like more tightly produced, and the band was actually making more consistently good songs. And like Chelsea Green, have always been like that. So I mean, if you want like repetitive deathcore, you go to Chelsea Green. Yeah. Like they they are good for it. Their their songs do what they need to do, and then they fuck off. And I I mean the first the first single we got, Bleeding Sun, that was incredible. I was, yeah, I, was I like, fucked
1: yes, hard with Bleeding Sun.
0: I'm down I'm down with this. And then I don't know, maybe it was just the amount of times I actually played that song. I kind of got over it, and then kind of coming into this song, I watched it with the film clip when they were all cowboys. <laughs> that was actually fucking so.
1: Yeah, I still haven't watched the video yet. I've seen like all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, it doesn't make stuff. up for
0: how boring the song is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very boring song. And I kind of get what you mean. Like I wanted, the, the drums sounded like they were going to do so many things at mm-hmm. so many different points and they just didn't. Like the one time the drums actually sounded like they were getting to a part where they were going to like take the fucking lead. It it ended as soon as it started. Yeah. Dudes, like, why are you doing this to my man Pablo? I know, like, like especially when you, want you want, like, have him the behind the kit, camp. bro. Yeah, look, at this At this point, he's just a second vocalist. Like, mm-hmm. until they can bring out maybe another single, or, like, with the release of album details, then and we can hear, like, a more... Can, like a... I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like, if we hear a different song so, um, from yeah. Chelsea Crin. Like, it's got to, it has to be different from this Wretched King shit or whatever the fuck it's called because it's God, just it's... not good.
1: Yeah, no. It it's... it just sounds very stale to me, just overproduced. Like, I get, like, they've been in their bedrooms and stuff, but it sounds like they've literally just recorded in their bedroom, mashed it together, and then, produ- like, sent it out. It doesn't even sound like they've gone to a proper studio to record.
0: <laughs> what sounds worse, though, Darko? or <laughs> <I can't laughs>
1: Bro, yeah. like, yeah, Darko or Blind Kings, like, they're basically on the same level, man. Like, the drums just sound so piss poor. But I think the guitar sounded oh, better on Darko. I
0: was just drinking my tea. <clears throat> yeah, no, I... am. Um... I reckon they do sound... But that's because I think we know they're supposed to sound programmed.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Like, we you, we hear that from Chelsea Green. We kind of go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can do it. Don't be a p- pussy. Then again, in saying that, it's also the way that it's mixed. Like, yeah. I mean, um, Catch 33 and I from Sugar, they have they're both done with programmed drums. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be pretty fucked for... Old Thomas Hart <laughs> to fucking play twenty one straight minutes and then yeah. forty five straight minutes are just blast. Yeah, but they the drums sound good enough in that album to make you go, "Oh, well, Thomas is killing it yet again."
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Like it doesn't doesn't, and that's even like early two thousands, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If I they could make drums sound that football, good in yeah. the two
0: thousands. Yeah, and Steve's not a fucking bad producer either.
1: No, like all the stuff he's been posting on his story and stuff, it sounds sick. Like they've kind of got that more blackened sound. It sounds sick coming out of his speakers, and honestly, it sounded better there than it did on the record, especially with this song. I thought. Do you
0: um? Do you hear a clickiness in the in like the bass drums? Like, is no, it just me, or is it like a clickiness when he, I don't know? Like, I, I yeah, it's just my be me being picky and, and but like whenever you, you hear the bass drums hit in um blind kings i feel like there's a bit of a clickiness to it and i fucking can't like unhear it uh, and i just remind no, I think, myself yeah. of it and it's
1: yeah i get what you're saying i haven't listened to it all that much because i was kind of bored and put it on the back burner with other stuff that's been released recently but yeah i do hear what you're saying here i think that's more where i'm coming from like with how just programmed it yeah. sounds Mm. yeah I don't know. I think that's enough about that song. I think we kind of both really underwhelmed by it, and hopefully they kind of mix it up with this. yeah with this next release yeah I, hear- I want to talk oh, about my phone um, is
0: bugging the fuck out.,
1: <laughs> nah, you're cool. You haven't liked that much. I want to talk about humanity's last breath though. so they've announced their third <gasps> studio album. I'm not really gonna try and pronounce this, but Val. And it's gonna be coming out on February the 12th, 2021, via Unique Leader Records. So the merch and the vinyl and bundles have gone up now. They've given us our track list and two singles. And fuck moi. Oh bro, they need this is very thrally. It's so good. The guitar mm-hmm. tones are there, it's heavy, it's technical, it blasts, it does everything you want.
0: Yeah, and it's so funny that we did the episode um last week of like bands that we've heard this year that we just can't get enough of because mm-hmm. that's yeah, actually but- now humanity's last breath for me.
1: Yeah, because yeah, you'd I remember sending you this and you're like oh okay and like you put on the tracks I didn't realize you hadn't listened to them before. I thought like this would be like your cup of tea. Like you'd been all over this. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like Brody will know this. Like he'll get stoked about this release. And he's like, oh, okay. Pulled him on and he came back to me like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, wait, yeah, what like, You Have you heard these 30, guys before? Literally
0: within <laughs> 30 seconds, dude. Like I heard the opening riff and it was just fucking bomb. I was like, yeah, holy bro.
1: fuck.
0: Like straight back in the message. like, Bailey, oh, <laughs> shit. What the
1: fuck? <laughs> so if you <laughs> haven't heard these guys before, and you like bands like Viljada, or if you haven't heard them, but you like the sort of genty sort of guitar tones, but you want a bit more oomph about it, go listen to these guys, go listen to Viljada, because I know Viljada are gonna have an album next year as well. And I think mm-hmm. you'll get a lot from these Finally. guys. It's so it sounds so beefy. And I think it, I prefer this sort of sound to the more genty sort of sound we're getting at the moment as well.
0: Yeah, but I think that's just how the Swedes are doing metal at the moment, man.
1: So good.
0: Like, if it's not if it's not Black Death, it's just (laughs) fucking heavy gen. You know, yeah, bro.
1: Thrall, like little Viking boys.
0: Like fuck me, dead. Like the the singles for this new album are so good. Yeah, honestly, I I can't really get it. Enough, but like mm-hmm. even their old stuff just so fucking good yeah. so consistent they yeah. have they just like it every album has just so many good songs like it's fucked like i don't want to wait for this album because i just <laughs> want to see like how many fucking good songs are there because it's probably going to be all 12
1: and what's funny is like these guys, are. Go- this will be their third album and they're going to have put out three amazing albums in the space like it's taken between the last album from Viljata and this next one. And these guys have put out three banging albums.
0: But even with Viljada's release has been fucking slapping too. Yeah, like like Thousands of Evil, that EP, yep. I fucking had that on repeat <laughs> for so long, dude. 2014 was the year of Viljada, bro, holy. Yeah, that was, I mean, I think that EP come out in 2013, but I didn't really find it until 14, maybe, I think.
1: Yeah, and then the album was 2012, I think.
0: Fuck, there are just so many good gent bands, honestly. Fuck. But um, in terms of, like technical shit i Mm -hmm. think humanity's last breath has to take the cake even though i still think they're not really that technical i feel like it's a really bad label to put on them
1: yeah not technical in the sense like the the death metal technical like more like a yeah it's not like tech like tech death You, you go listen to it and it's more kind of like the mathy tech side yeah
0: and see that's the problem that i have with the label yeah yeah' I've oh, never that, understood the that whole that tech death sound like metal that. And rock.
1: yeah the whole tech death thing doesn't make sense to me because death metal is meant to be technical it's a like that was why it started. it was meant to be technical, and then yeah I don't understand the whole the tech death thing like what it's all meant to be tech bro, but it all sounds I, the I don't really same. Get it. I don't get it
0: either, yeah like tech death what is it like? tech death or death metal both because <laughs> i don't know i mean like i can kind of tell the difference i mean some mm. bands try and call oh, themselves yeah. tech death but then you kind of go yeah but you're not
1: yeah <laughs> I get up. And,
0: and then and then bands that are death metal we go um i think you're an imposter
1: red <laughs> sass
0: you know like get this fucker out of here hmm <laughs>
1: Uh, There's two more bits of news, but I want to leave them till last and jump into our next album. Pale Face, Chapter 3. So I've never heard of these guys before this release. They're a four-piece beatdown slam band from Switzerland. Uh, Their bio on Bandcamp says, Switzerland's finest cheese factory with a focus on slamming beatdown with a taste of hardcore which is exactly what it fucking is
0: yeah i get the hardcore part Mm -hmm. and i'm not for it hey i thought this was fucking boring (laughs) real yeah i didn't i didn't like this at all to be honest like i I think i maybe got six tracks in and just went get fucked (laughs) and turned it off and went and started listening to something else yeah um, and I even had like two or three cracks at it, like I didn't just like listen to it once no. and, you know I got to the same point every time I was like, okay, well, this is just not changing so i I just stopped altogether. I don't like, <clears throat> like I can hear the hardcore parts even slam parts, and maybe maybe it's just like not my brand of hardcore that they're mm. trying to pull through the slam, but it, it's not for me i I don't really <laughs> like it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm on the complete other end of the spectrum. Like, If I'm going to listen to some hardcore, this is what I want it to be, that sort of just fucking filled with malice and intent and just the fucking self-referential stuff in this as well is sick, like just starting out, this is pale-faced hardcore motherfuckers. It it has an awesome almost like live aspect to it as well. Um, It's the perfect album to punch a child in the face too and when someone asks you why you play this record for them and then they go and punch another child. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's super 100%. Yeah, you get the you fully hear the slammy bouncy riffs at time, like it's not slammed the whole way through, but you get those real slammy riffs from time to time. Their breakdowns are sick as well. Um, but yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously in that as well. It just comes in, fucks around, and then it leaves. I get the whole um everything kind of sounds the same as well because they have their sound, they stick to it, and like you listen to one song, you kind of get the gist. Every the other songs just maybe have a different call out, different breakdown. That's about it. I just found it really fun. It's great to listen to it at the gym or just drive around with your windows down really well and just piss off everyone else. Like watching people's windows roll up out of the corner of my eye when they hear this <coughs> is fantastic. I get so much joy out of doing that. Um, and there's an awesome arf in there, arf, arf, arf. I got so yeah, much joy like out of what, that. it's
0: like what it's like track four or five.
1: Yeah, or even yeah. three. Yeah,
0: um, I thought I to thought that was track. like gonna be this. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be my saving grace, but I got further. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, this ain't it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want the mix of the two. I just want slam, or I just want hardcore. Yeah. I don't want both because I feel like it was more hardcore than slam for me, and that's just yeah.
1: Not,
0: yeah, I don't know. Like my my brand of hardcore is like either just straight up hardcore or fu- like it fucks around and can kind of be post-hardcore
1: yeah post-hardcore know what yeah. I
0: mean so like yeah I don't know I'd rather just a slam band thanks <laughs> okay, but Rogers. that's just me personally I'm I'm so glad that you liked it because like, <laughs> I didn't want to shit on I didn't want us to both shit on it because I no. can I can see I can see that it is like a good album for someone who would probably like enjoy it but man fuck when there's just better things
1: to listen to i'm gonna go do that yeah fair enough so uh go listen to it anyway homies it is a pale face and the album is chapter three so i think this is like the last installment of these sort of things um the other the two, two ep's of, and this is the yeah. first full length album mm.
0: Just fucking pretty cool, I suppose, for
1: them. Yeah, especially when it can started out as a bit of a joke sort of thing, and they got a bit of attraction with it, and could just went with it. Little switzy boys. Yeah, bodies. so if you're
0: in, if you're into the chronological thing, go listen to the EPs too.
1: Yeah, It's kind of like a story about this sort of these pale faced creatures taking over the planet. Is what it is about, really. I wanted to quickly talk about the EP that came out from Born and New, another sort of hardcore band. I listen to, I don't, I don't want to call it an album. They had more of an EP last year, I think it was, and they have some sick call outs and re- self-referential stuff in their stuff as well. They dropped a three-track EP this year. One song was actually a cover, I think. The last track and the other two were newer ones. It goes hard. Um, it's just good to listen to. I, it, yeah. I don't know. It's sick. Did you listen to it?
0: What would you kinda of, um, I I didn't end up getting around to it. Mm. So I was gonna say like what kind of like vein does it fall into in terms of like stylistic choices that they make in music?
1: Um yeah, I guess sort of uh I think I sent you there. I wanna say more towards the sort of boundary side, but he also has like a, a rap flow about his voice as well. And he does break out into a rap in a song. I don't know if it's on this EP or the last one. He um, just has a fucking heap of charisma. It's more about, I guess, his flow and um style of vocals more than anything else with the music sort of wise like it's just kind of simple hardcore but not like your that punk yeah. sort of hardcore where it's just super fast the whole time. Okay. Yeah so give him a listen he does some cool stuff like you just one song just breaks out into a rap in the middle of it and he's got bars too not like when other guys try to rap and it is just fucking shit.
0: Is it screamed rapping or is he no like it's proper rapping, rapping yeah. Oh, sick.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, Does it cool.
0: fit well into the song, though? Is it like or is it one of those no, pretentious No, it's not one of those things, things.
1: That Link does? No, no, no. Not like that. Like, it's cool. This dude's got bars. He's got chops. He goes hard.
0: Okay.
1: Bon you. Boop, boop. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to get into that. Yeah, it's, it's only three okay. tracks, so just throw it on. You get through it pretty quick. And the other thing I want to talk about is Slipknot are still going ahead with not Fest, but not in the way it has been. They're going to be doing a live show, and they're not even playing. Yes. So what they've done is they've picked I think ten smaller bands that bands that are starting to get a bit of traction. They kind of want to throw into the mainstream. Um, and there's some sick bands on the list. I'm gonna pull it up now.
0: Oh yeah. I think before you go. On and actually, like, take what I wanted to say. Um, Diamond Construct, yes, is a huge shout for the lineup, a massive shout for the lineup, dude. I don't even think they've left the country yet.
1: I don't think so either.
0: I don't think they've left the country yet. And so, for them to get the recognition from
1: Slipknot,
0: Slipknot them to get put on this to get put on this stage by Slipknot, like themselves. It's going to fucking blow them out of the water. And already they're kind of, they're kind of in the similar sort of sound maybe to their earlier stuff where Mm -hmm. there was lots of like DJ elements and whatever else coming into it. Uh, The new metal sound essentially. Yeah. So for slipknot to give them this platform, man, I hope it fucking finally pushes them where they need to be because they deserve it.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be called pulse of the maggots festival. It's on Friday, November the 13th. So that would have just gone. Yeah. We'll, well fuck. So like you'll that. probably be able to find some stuff online. There were some sick bands like 156 Silence so those on there. Uh we mentioned Diamond Construct. We've got Scarlet Orbit Culture, hacktivist Cerberus, <clears> Tala, Vended, Year of the Knife was a really cool one. I saw on there. Victims as well, who we talked about in the last episode. So um yeah. Yeah, it looks like maybe 20 bands. So go check it out. Yeah, 20 Emerging Artists, three digital stages it was. Go check it out if you can find it on YouTube or something because I imagine I want to go look at it after this. Some sick bands, like go listen to them all. You might find something you love. Like I found Year of the Knife this year and they're sick as well. So I'm very keen to check out these other ones. And Wi-Fi Six Silence had a banging album earlier this year. I don't think anyone was really they prepared did. for how good that was going to be.
0: No, I wasn't even either. Like, especially again, for like the like, hardcore thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. pretty hard for bands to come in on their first album and make a fucking statement, but yeah. these guys did.
1: Mhm. So that's cool. Yeah, Pulse of the Maggot says. I hope they kind of continue to do something like this as well. Maybe if it's not even just streaming, but like a um, even just one live festival. And they can also sh- like just record that as well for people to get out. Just to give these bands a chance as well. Like Diamond Construct are getting a bit of traction over here now in Australia, but they're pretty well unknown basically everywhere else. Which is a shame yeah. because their last album and the last EP, fucks, bro. Oh,
0: legit, man. They're that album it... was so good. Yeah, that sort and of new metalcore. They like they've got up. their
1: own spin on it as well. That more sort of DJ. Sort of spin on that new metalcore stuff, like everyone's kind of going for the more like corn sort of style. But these guys are going that, go that limb biscuit almost with the DJ, yeah, it's sick,
0: it. yeah. Well, I was um at one of their shows, I think. I think it was when they opened for Void division which is mm-hmm. like the perfect show. For oh, them yeah, to open up with 100%. Because, like, um, anyway, we were at Sydney and Smokers, um, talking with like Kynan, Braden, and Alex. And um, we're talking about influences and stuff. And Braden, they were talking about the new EP with me while we were there. And yeah. they were, Braden was saying he was watching a lot of Meshuggah live shows, mm-hmm. um, got really stuck into Obsen again. And then um, they were kind of going back and listening to well, Limp Biscuit, is one of their influences. Um, and a lot of that era of like new metal, metalcore, and like well, not necessarily metalcore, but like metal yeah. at that time. So um, it's good to see them grabbing all of those influences and then fucking putting them Going all
1: through it. the shit. But they're doing it like different working. to everyone else as well, and I think that's what's really helping them. Like they still fall sort of fall with that alpha wolf four division, yeah.
0: no, we'll that sort of uh, stuff, We just do but, it different down here.
1: Yeah, the straight Aussies, mate. Fucking something in the water down here, hey.
0: I've been saying it for years, dude. Since Parkway finally made walking, even before then, dude.
1: Yeah, before that. We've got something going on down here, man. Legit, we do.
0: The 2010s, dude, have been a huge decade for Australian metal, I would say.
1: And I reckon it's just going to get any bigger. I mean, yeah, like the
0: 2000s. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. I mean, if Northland continue to make actual metal albums mm-hmm. and if Mark's way keep deciding to, you know, make metal albums, you know, maybe it might survive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, fuck me. But um, did you just see, I remember, I didn't write this down, but um, Impericon Fest, they just announced Polaris are headlining. I think that's yeah. a huge move, especially over the top of a muir though. How pissed is Frankie yeah. going to be, bro?
0: Yeah, Frankie would not be fucking happy with that. Um, however, in saying that, um, mate, fucking good on Polaris. Dude. I think, yeah, it's a big shout um, out just
1: to how big they've gotten so quickly. Like I know they did a huge bunch of huge tours like off the back of Architects and Died as Murder over in the UK and Europe. So I think they just, they just must love these Polaris boys over there. I think they're going to get a lot from Alpha Wolf as well. I know, I think, did Architect, yeah, Architects took Alpha Wolf as well, I think maybe, or Polaris took Alpha Wolf. Yeah. So I think they're about to get a heap more traction, Like, especially with how good the last album was.
0: Oh, my God. Alpha! That's still such a fucking banging mm-hmm. album to listen to. Even though they haven't con- like gone back and listened to that album considerably as much as like other albums, even earlier on in the year. I it's just like one of those things where you can I know it's fucking good. Yeah. I don't need to remind no, myself yeah. on a daily basis. When you go since, back, you, know you what just what I mean? pick up
1: exactly where you were before, like fuck. I, yeah. oh, it's bro. so good, bro. Like
0: I, I physically have to prepare myself for Alpha Wolf because it, it makes me move so yeah, fucking much. Start I love that Stepping album. in your room. Oh dude, I am all day, every day. <laughs> fucking running running fucking running man to harm's way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh fuck!
0: All La- day, every day, baby. Last
1: thing I wanted to talk about, uh, our last album review, is by Dysphoria. Um, so they're a four-piece band from Kevin Ukraine. Their bio goes beautifully dissonant, chaotic, chop, deathcore of down tempo vibes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I say straight up, it's not your traditional style of deathcore. You you don't go wow. in it. You won't hear your The mode, You won't hear your Chelsea grin it's very dissonance. Like for fans of like Beneath the Massacre, Aborted, Iron Dissonance, that sort of, even Rings of satin I want to throw in there maybe. Their guitars are super techie and mathy in some parts, but then other times they're just so low and chuggy. I think there's a beautiful mix of both. And they're like, you definitely get your, your down tempo and your breakdowns from like the death core. But yeah, it's got so much more going on as well. I think uh, the vocals sound a lot like Adam Warren from Oceano too. I don't know if you got that, but that's sort of like the throaty (laughs) guttural sort of style.
0: Yeah. I didn't consider it to be anywhere close to Adam Warren, but now that you bring his name to my brain, I can kind of see where it's coming Mm -hmm. from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this album goes, it's seven tracks and it's 34 minutes. It, I feel like, yeah, it's one sort of the things that kind of... It sticks to what it does, but it does it well the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah, this Yeah, I thought album. it
0: was... I enjoyed it. it. It was definitely, like... By the third track, I'd kind of, like,
1: heard it's the a, album. Yeah. I
0: don't really think it changed. It, it doesn't change that much at all, you know. But uh, it, it's a very consistent listen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it doesn't really... Drop in quality and it doesn't really get any better in quality, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it sounds fucking good. I, I feel some yeah, of the something's ambience produced kind of, super well. Um, some of the ambience though, like in, I mean, it's in a lot of the tracks, and I think it kind mm-hmm. of overstays its welcome for me personally. Sometimes, um, yeah,
1: you kind of just want them to go sometimes in it's, hard.
0: Yeah, I would just be like, you know what, like, can you just
1: chug not? for me? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do the thing, please. I know you, I know you can do the thing, but, um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's not a bad listen. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like, especially that coming in so late in the year. It's it's, what is it? It literally is only like 30 minutes. Yeah. Seven tracks. Half an hour. Yeah. It's definitely worth a listen. Um, probably would say if you're more into like the death core style of mm. song structure as opposed to anything else because that's kind of what they go for yeah it's got that more
1: yeah the song structure and the uh... throw
0: in everyone on top yeah yeah and uh, it, it's a it's a very flashy way a very mm-hmm. memey way to say um yes we played death core <laughs> but we don't play death core
1: <laughs> yeah no it's cool like with um it's a bit different to the other deathcore stuff we've been getting this year and more so recently. So it was kind of a bit of a fresh air with it. Like you get that mathy part in the guitars, but you still get those sick fucking breakdowns and chugs along the way as well.
0: Yeah. It it was fucking good. I listened to that one yesterday or the day before. Yeah. I sent it. That was fucking, that was. It yeah. Was especially great. like
1: first time hearing it, of these guys as well. They've got... It um,
0: fucking fit in well with the zombies. Like, (laughs) like it just made sense. I was like, damn, son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just looking now. Their last album was back in 2014, the Apogee. So that's cool. Six years and they've then come out with this. I haven't gone back on any of their other stuff kind of first time hearing them and it hits like, it was sick to listen to. It's good like, just to throw on as well when you don't really know what to listen uh, to.
0: Hit like a freight train when I first heard it because I was like, damn, (laughs) son. Like, I wasn't,
1: yeah, I'm there's no warm up.
0: Like going, no, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, putting it yeah, straight yeah, in, mate. Yeah, fucking didn't even spit on it for me.
1: Yes, the band's dysphoria <laughs> and the album is Primal Entropy. Sick.
0: It's fucking good.
1: Is there anything I, you I wanted like to say before we go?
0: Um, I just want to say that it's fucking hot. Yeah, I hate being like. It's so hot.
1: uncomfortable.
0: Like, my brain has not worked all morning. <laughs> like and I don't think staying up till
1: 2am helps either.
0: No, it doesn't. Get, but yeah, I'm getting very... Just,
1: I am genuinely just pissed at how hot it is right now. Like, it has no right being this hot so early in the year. We're not even in proper summer yet. And it's all already like 30 plus degrees of a morning at 8am like why i don't understand why it's just so uncomfortable
0: yep i'm feeling you bro like i had to wake up and i mean this is definitely like an overshare but like i, I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning like sweating <laughs> the fucking brink of like everything being yep. wet i had to go, up to, go to the toilet And fucking like shit myself there and was just sweating bullets on the toilet. (laughs) Like go to wash like the fucking bathroom to like clean my face and my hands and whatever else so I can try and be a little bit cooler getting into bed. Go back in the bed, my bed's so fucking wet. Dude, how do we live like this?
1: I know, dude. So shit. (laughs) Every time like summer comes around, like fuck, I need to move, bro. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to England. It's just going to be rainy and miserable the whole time. Because I like being rainy and miserable.
0: Yes, it makes listening to Core a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. But no, nothing nothing in terms of like oh, yeah. actual, nothing worthwhile talking about. <laughs> I yeah, just wanted to there's not say how hard much else
1: we've been kind of informed of what's going to be releasing it. Like we had the Boundaries album we've been looking forward to, which was sick. Um, and then i just kind of picked up on like the dysphoria and then the pale face so homies go listen to them boundaries you're receding warmth we had dysphoria which was the one we just talked about, which is Primal Entropy, and then we had Paleface Chapter 3. And also go check on the, uh, the singles we talked about, Ocean's Aid, Alaska, System of a Down the Border, new EP, Chelsea Grin single, the two tracks from Humanity's Last Breath, which fucking rage. And then go yes. the fuck over to YouTube and check out the Slipknot show, Pulse of the Maggots. Some sick bands in that list.
0: Definitely give Diamond Construct a listen. Yeah. Please, for fuck's sake. Get those boys out of Tari. They don't want to be (laughs) there. I know this for a fact.
1: No one wants to be there. Well,
0: it could be worse. They could have started in (laughs) Gympie.
1: Or fucking Blacktown, bro. (laughs)
0: Oh, fuck. We've got some bad spots, eh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you guys know of anything dropping... Before the end of the year, hit us up. Let us know. We're going to try and do some scourging through the old internet and find some cool releases for you guys. Something maybe you guys haven't heard, we haven't heard. I might go do a deep dive and see what else has come out this year that we've missed. So we're coming into that later yeah, part I'm of the really... year. People are finalizing their list. Not too many people are going to be dropping stuff. But
0: mm. yeah, well, what? Mum said there's six Fridays until Christmas.
1: Fuck, boy. believe that. Six
0: Fridays. That's fucked. Why don't you just say six weeks, motherfucker? Like (laughs) it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, yeah, it's definitely time for that deep dive. Finalize the list. Make sure everything's in order. Yeah. So um, that that episode will be coming soon. Probably. I don't know. (laughs) Very soon.
1: I'm excited. Yes, that'll
0: be good. Go and check out fucking Pulse of the Maggot. It's Support local bands.
1: Yeah, especially in these hard times, no touring and, and stuff. Sure Buy some me. merch. Buy some merch. Stream some shit. Even if you're not wow. listening to anything, just turn your volume down and have it playing. Get them some plays. Well, I
0: mean, if if you're if you're on selling, <laughs> <laughs> throw out some fucking money for some merch. Support your boys, man. Because like, you may need that money, but they need it just as much. Yep. And they don't get so. No. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> well, we've been the heavy boys. I've been Bailey. That's been Brody. Bye. <laughs> and bye. Thanks for listening, boys.
0: Bye. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah.